Lord, from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, all creatures, here below. Praise Him above ye First Peter chapter 2. For this is a gracious thing, when, mindful of God, one endures sorrows while suffering unjustly. For what credit is it if, when you sin and are beaten for it, you endure? But if when you do good and suffer for it, you endure, this is a gracious thing in the sight of God. For to this you have been called, because Christ also suffered for you leaving you an example, so that you might follow in his steps. He committed no sin, neither was deceit found in his mouth. When he was reviled, he did not revile in return. When he suffered, he did not threaten, but continued entrusting himself to him who judges justly. He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree, that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed. For you were straying like sheep, but have now returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls.
is risen. You know, the one thing that seems to be true about suffering is that it leads us, generally, towards two reactions. The first is to fight. We can fight whatever it is that is causing us to suffer, or whatever it is that we think is causing us to suffer. So we make it into a battleground instead of a place of suffering. We will often organize our whole life and possibly even our whole culture around this reaction, doing whatever we possibly can to make sure that we will not suffer. The past two months have proved that in the end, this is not a winning strategy. There are some things that are just flatly out of our control. So this leads me to the second reaction to suffering. Suffering has the potential to lead us towards looking inwards. We see ourselves as the victims, and the suffering becomes our definition and becomes the way we can only view the events in our world and the events that occur. In First Peter, this is talked about in the events of suffering on behalf of the faith. Our sin wants to take that suffering and make it about ourselves and something that is just mine. But suffering goes beyond ourselves. It becomes a uniting feature to what Jesus has done. The cross of Jesus shows that we are not alone in our suffering. But Jesus has come to this world and suffered with us. So that he is not only above suffering, but in it. He is not only the one who brings relief, he is the one who suffers alongside. And with our mind on God, in the midst of our suffering, even in our suffering right now, we can see that by his wounds we have been healed. By his wounds, we've been made whole. By his wounds, we've been brought peace. Indeed, he is risen. Alleluia. Christ has risen from the dead. God the Father has crowned him with glory and honor. He has given him dominion over the works of his hands. 
He has put all things under his feet. So then, let us pray for the people of God and the benefit of all. For the suffering of the world, may the groans of creation be answered with the coming of Jesus. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer for the poor and oppressed, that they are able to have peace and freedom. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer for the grace of Christ to be heard and received in all places. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer for the gratitude of faith to be known in our hearts. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen.
Within you.